0: What's going on, everybody? This is Tim Foley here again with COVID Talks Episode 8. Super excited to be bringing another episode to you all this week. I am joined once again by my interim host. We're going (laughs) to start calling her interim host because this is the third week in a row that she's joined me. Kim Terezi is here. What's up, Kim?
1: Woohoo. Hello. Hello. Happy to be back. Thank you, Tim and Ideed, for having me.
0: Absolutely. All right. So once again, Ideed is not here with us this week, um, but we wish him well. We know that he's uh, going through the ringer right now with med school. Uh, And so, you know, he's been in touch with me this whole time and, you know, just very encouraging in terms of Uh, the guests that we've had and in terms of uh, the things that we've discussed on the show. So, uh, you know, we appreciate all that support for my deed. But Kim, the fact that you've been able to step in here and be an amazing co-host, I am so thankful uh, for that. And so thank you so much for joining again. Thank you. Of course. And uh, today we have an awesome guest. This guest is one of my best friends from high school and her name is Pooja Thomas. She is going to be joining us in just a little bit um, for an interview. And we're going to talk about mental health uh, how to you know take care of your own mental health, and then how to uh, really get deeper in terms of uh, you know conversations with your friends, with those people around you. Uh, we got a lot of really great things to talk about, and so um, before we get to that, uh, while we were talking uh, to Pooja before recording uh, the podcast, she brought up to us this question of. Uh, what is inspiring us right now? And that's something that we tend to ask our guests, but she kind of mm. flipped it on us and asked us what is inspiring us uh, in this moment in time. And both Kim and I sat there and were kind of like, wow, we haven't had the question <laughs> flipped on us yet.
1: Yeah, I. <laughs> so we
0: wanted was, to take some time to address that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was super appreciative of that. I mean, I find that. You know, if you're in the interview spot, um, if you're being interviewed, you you don't really always um, turn it back around on your interviewer. So yeah, I, I thought that was true. Very impressive. So shout outs to you, Pooja. Um, but yeah, Tim, Most if definitely. you want to go ahead and start us off with answering that, that'd be great. All
0: right. I'm going to get us started first. So when Pooja asked this question, I started racking my brain. What are the things that are inspiring me right now? And I thought to myself, hmm. Is the HBO show The Leftovers inspiring me right now that we've been watching for three weeks? (laughs) No, not inspiring. It's bewildering me for sure. Yes. Uh, We we might have to have a whole episode about that show, but I don't think inspiring is the right word. Uh, I am intrigued. That is the word that that I would use for that. Anyway, not to go on too much of a tangent. What is currently inspiring me? Um, What is currently inspiring me is... Uh, a couple different things. So right now, my school is doing a lot for Black History Month. uh, Mm -hmm. And so I've gotten to kind of take part in a lot of the learning um, and a lot of the uh, some of the prep work in terms of preparing lessons. Yeah. Uh, And that's kind of been really. Yeah. It's been really helpful for me, like on one end, uh, you know, to to actually just learn a lot more uh, in terms of the roots of of the modern day movement, um, the Black Lives Matter movement and a lot Mm -hmm. of the a lot of the uh, kind of tangential movements that have that have sprouted up around it, uh, really, like in the last 20 years. Um, so I've been able to learn about, you know, some of the people responsible. Um, for you know really taking the lead and for making huge social change so that that's been really inspiring and and also really you know almost primarily I think just seeing my students engage with the material talk about it and uh, just even getting to be part of the conversation with my students that's been tremendously inspiring to me as well so uh, so those are definitely two different things Uh then the, the the other thing that I would say that's inspiring me is that I'm currently taking Spanish classes uh, mm-hmm. and I am inspired to learn to speak Spanish better like when I see my uh, instructor who's Colombian speaking uh, and you know she brings uh, guests it's almost like a podcast in its own way um, she brings guests uh, one of her friends uh, from Puerto Rico and uh, another friend from Uruguay um, and so you know different guests who have who have kind of like helped us uh, to have conversations and to ask questions uh, but you know that to me is tremendously inspiring uh, me to um, you know, just improve my skills to get to a place where I'm conversational and, and you know, other other folks in the group who, uh, you know, did not originally speak Spanish are are well beyond where I'm at right now. And so I definitely am striving to to improve my ability uh, to be better. So uh, that that is another thing that's been inspiring me lately. Uh, so anyway, that's my answer. I'm going to turn this back to you, Kim. Uh, what are the things that are inspiring you right now?
1: Ooh, I mean, your answers were great. I... We when we were on the phone with Pooja, I mean, it seemed like you were pretty quick to answer this. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't even think of one thing, which (laughs) makes me sound terrible. But, oh, my God, I actually (laughs) realized I sound so tired right now because I am transitioning out of my current job. Yes. Um, It's been a week and four days. So tomorrow is actually my Mm. last day at RTI. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's it's been a long two weeks, (laughs) but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm glad we were able to record this anyway. So I digress. Um, I mean, my, my inspiration answer is related to, um, RTI because I, Mm. as I am transitioning out of this job, I've been doing a lot of reflecting, um, naturally. And, um, I definitely want to go into my new job with, um, with a sort of mentality that is, is more focused on inquisitivity, So just curiosity and, um, Mm -hmm. and, and being open to, to putting myself out there by asking more questions and, and not being afraid to look stupid per se. Um, which mm. I think is like something that has been with me since I was a child. It's like why I never like to ask for help. Um, so I would always kind of just keep things in and mm. just try to solve them on my own. But, um, yeah. I find that like there, there's an engineer that I, I've had the pleasure of working with, um, for the past few months on this one project. Um, and he yeah. also was someone who, early on when I got to RTI, I actually asked him to be my like sort of informal mentor. Um, And it it was such a great way for me to close my time there, um, working with him on a project instead of just like going to our mentoring meetings and and occasionally working with each other on a different project. Um, It was really nice to work alongside him. And I found that You know, he has always embodied the characteristics of an engineer um, that I've Mm. aspired to, um, and that includes that curiosity and and the, you know, the the asking of the right questions um, and just... For real. I don't know. He has really good engineering intuition. He totally cares about, you know, giving back and, and being able to teach the person who he's working with. Like I I felt like I've learned so much from him and and he's kind about it. He does he's not belittling in the least. So um it's you know that's I mean that's what drew me to wanting him to be my mentor in the first place. You know, he just was this vat of knowledge, but also um in I don't know, in a very like warm and inviting and um I don't don't know, like just in a way that made Mm. me feel like I could be myself um in front of him. So I yeah, I think that like moving forward in my career, um, as I transition out of RTI, like I'm gonna think of him and I'm gonna I'm gonna think like, oh, I need to channel my inner, uh insert his name. I don't wanna name him on the <laughs> podcast. But um <laughs> I have to channel my inner blank blank. And um I actually joked yes. around and told him that today and I think he, he really appreciated it, nice. but then I quickly changed the subject so I was like, Oh my god, maybe I made this weird. But I don't know. I've been very like <laughs> <laughs> I've been very straightforward about like how much I've appreciated yeah. all his help and whatnot. And we get along uh-huh. so well, so you know, I, I don't think he I don't think he thought it was too weird, but hopefully yeah. hopefully I'm correct about that. But yeah, so I would say that, you know, it's my coworker. He he has inspired mm-hmm. me lately and I It's that's something I'm definitely going to take with me um, as I start my new career um, in a week. Yes. So, yeah, that's kind of where my headspace is at.
0: Right. And I want to officially congratulate you uh, on the podcast, Kimba, for uh, getting this new job and for making this transition, because I know, you know, uh, it was a. Uh, you know, process of applying to jobs and, and then the interview, which was like, you know, very long interview and, and you, you crushed it. And so I'm really, really proud of you, really excited for you uh, to be entering this next leg of your journey.
1: Thank you. I am excited too. I, although I am truly a one day at a time person, I'm barely thinking about it. So um, I'm, I'm still thinking about all the stuff that I have to do tomorrow and, you know, before (laughs) I I go home. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's okay. It's gonna get done.
0: So yes, it is. It is gonna get done. Um, so you talk about uh, you know your coworker being someone that is curious, someone that is a perpetual learner, perpetual student. He is student, a lifelong learner. Has that mentality, right? Lifelong learner, and that is that is really the energy that we want to bring onto this podcast. And so you know we have been so grateful to have so many different guests uh, so far that have. Helped to educate, you know, I speak on my own behalf, uh, helped to educate me in a lot of ways and helped to inform me in a lot of ways. Uh, and, and in terms of curiosity, you know, we are also uh, looking forward to hearing uh, artwork, music, uh, creativity from, from different people. And so uh, what we did last week and we played a clip of it on the episode was we reached out to Kim's brother, Dean. Dean makes some incredible music. His name is Terezi on Spotify. T-E-R-R-I-Z-Z-I. Look him up. Check him out. I'm going to plug him again right here. Uh, so last week, we played a clip of his music. We're going to hit you right now with another clip of Terezi's music. Uh, and it is, it is phenomenal. He's an incredible producer. Uh, this is my, my moment here to also say, if you are interested in putting your music on this podcast, having a moment to share some of your music, Please reach out to me. Please reach out to me on social media. Reach out to me on my my cell phone, whatever. Uh, Please reach out, and I would love to share. We would love to share some of your music on this podcast. And so I know I have a few people in mind right now who I'm thinking of that I definitely want to share their music. Uh, But we are going to be playing a quick clip of Kim's brother's music, and when we come back, we're going to be here with Pooja Thomas, a friend from back home, uh, one of my best friends from over the years and we are going to have an awesome interview with her so stay tuned we'll be back in just a minute we're back COVID Talks Tim Foley I'm here again with Kim Teresi and we have a really special guest today I'm so excited she took the time to join us her name is Pooja Thomas and the way that I know Pooja uh, is from ever since high school, um, we've been friends. And so back in new high park, uh, the two of us went to high school all those years together, uh, and have stayed in touch ever since. And I think, you know, sometimes with a friendship, uh, you know, when high school is over, it kind of falls off and you don't really talk anymore. But I feel like with Pooja, uh, she was the kind of friend that over the years, our conversations only got better. Uh, we only kind of became closer after graduating high school. And I am so grateful for that and appreciative that we've been able to keep this friendship. Uh, you know, even through, through the distance, even through now, uh, you know, the pandemic and everything, so much going on. Um, but we've, we've still been able to get in contact and, and, and stay in touch with each other. So uh, thanks so much, Pooja, for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me, Tim. I'm so appreciative of you reaching out.
0: Absolutely. And uh, and so Kim right now is going to get us started with a few questions, but also she's going to give a couple facts about what Pooja does in her professional life.
1: Yeah, I will say that Pooja, you were probably like the friendliest, warmest person that I met from like Tim's yes. hometown friends. Sorry, I did, but you were. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm so wow. sad we haven't been able to reconnect, especially with the pandemic, but hopefully, you know, sometime soon, you know, we can be up mm. there and Um, we can like grab a socially distant meal or something like that. But anyway, so Pooja is a tax associate in the development and exempt organization group at an accounting firm. And I wanted to ask, did you, um, do your CPA exam or are you still studying for that? Like what's your situation there?
2: Yeah. So I'm actually still in the process of studying for all four parts of the exam. I had picked it up before, but honestly with work, things have gotten so crazy I kind of dropped it, and this year I'm trying to refocus myself and think about my personal goals uh, long-term, Yeah, one of which happens to be to get the CPA license, so hopefully this year.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, God, I, I cannot get over the fact that that's, like, four parts. It's it's insane, and it sounds so stressful, so good luck. I'm sure you're going to do great, um, but I know, you know, circumstantially mm-hmm. Thank it's, you. It's, it's hard, you know, with the, with the times that we're in, but um, anyway, yeah. so... I, I was just curious, because I remember you were studying for that the last time we chatted. But anyway, so um, my first question is, what has your experience been like working from home during the pandemic?
2: Thank you. Um, so overall, I think I really enjoy working from home, but there have definitely been challenges along the way. Like, I really enjoy socializing with people. I thrive off of interactions mm. with people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So not being able to be there with my coworkers and just go up to someone and have a conversation has definitely been challenging, yeah. you know? Um, mm. but, um, also not having to commute is definitely a plus, but because I have no commute, I find myself working during those times, you know, so I feel like I've been mm. working a lot more and yeah. my work life and my personal life have definitely become more blended, which which has been challenging, but like, it's also forced yeah. me to like set boundaries, which has been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm but there have definitely been upsides. I'm able to take breaks, quick naps. I'm a big napper. (laughs) So I really enjoy like a quick afternoon nap and like just to get re-energized and get back to work. Um, I also really enjoy being able to spend more time with my family. You know, before when I was working Mm. in the office, I only saw my family on the weekends because by the time I got home, they were all in bed, you know? Mm. So now I'm able to have meals with them. I'm able to take breaks and spend time with my brother and my parents. I'm also able to practice more on... uh, I guess, take more time out to practice self-care, which has been nice Mm -hmm. because, Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm commuting and working and all of that, I, I, it was honestly harder to make time for that, but now I'm able to set aside more time to do that. So I've really appreciated that as well. Yeah.
1: I, um, going back to what you were saying about how you were prone to working longer hours, working from home. I remember always Mm. thinking like, I always thought it would be the other way around, Um, especially for me. Like, Mm -hmm. I actually never ended up really working from home too frequently. I was always on site. But I I do remember hearing from multiple people once they transitioned at home that they were working too much. Because like you said, um, it's hard setting those boundaries and knowing when to stop. So what were some ways that you found yourself setting those boundaries?
2: Honestly, just setting Mm -hmm. aside breaks like I'll have lunch at 12 30 I'll have dinner at 6 30 with my family and that's kind of what we do every day so I know at that point I need to take a break no matter where I am (laughs) um and because I mean my family like my brother has a disability so he needs a little bit more structure and that's definitely Mm. helped me create more structure in my life yeah um and even though I thought I had a lot of structure in my life before this pandemic I have to say I really didn't um I now have more of a morning Mm. routine even just throughout my day, I have structured breaks, you know. Um, So that's, that's definitely been nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, that sounds great. Do you feel like a little suffocated by the routine at times? Or do you feel like overall, it's been beneficial for you?
2: I definitely feel like it's suffocating at times. Um, It's overwhelming, you know, before I used to be like, at some point, I have to go home, I have to stop working, you know, but now that I'm home, it's like, okay, I could just keep going, you know, my kid, I don't have a commute, I just have to walk across the hall to get to my room, Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like in that sense, I find myself, like, justifying working longer hours, Mm -hmm. um, which is definitely not healthy, but, (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: I had, I had definitely, uh, you know, heard a lot about that from, I mean, my, my parents, who are both in education, uh, and my mom specifically, who's a guidance counselor, was saying that, uh, she ended up you know adopting this lifestyle where she was working all throughout the night basically uh, which is interestingly enough um, what she used to do for years uh, you know working as a computer consultant um and, you know that was kind of the the schedule that she would she would take on because she worked from home a lot uh, and then you know transitioning into working at a school it, it kind of changed that to some degree but once it, it shifted to working from home. She was like answering emails from students at like midnight, one o'clock in the morning and doing, you know, college transcripts and all of this stuff well into the night. And it's like yeah. when you don't have that space or that formal commute somewhere, a lot of the time it ends up all blending together, you know, and I think you kind For of sure. pointed it at that earlier, Pooj. You were basically saying that, uh, you know, it's, it's you had to set those boundaries between between your personal life and your work life. And it's not easy.
1: Yeah,
2: it's definitely not.
1: Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, that And you did mention your younger brother. So I wanted to ask, um, how has remote learning impacted him and his classmates that you know of?
0: Mm.
2: As you can understand, some days are definitely better than others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think overall, he enjoys yeah. having his own space, being at home in a safe space, you know, um, and being able to have access to his toys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm. he, he's a very social kid though so I think he's definitely also found it challenging not being able to spend time with his friends in person he's definitely expressed that on more than one occasion um I I think the challenges that they faced overall is like the lack of structure like it's definitely Mm. harder for him to concentrate and stay engaged um because he's like not physically in school and doesn't have a set routine like he would normally you know um, yeah. and yeah. there are definitely technology and like different communication issues that they face, but I think that's also forced him to be a little bit more flexible and also creative. Um, for example, what, uh, okay. So his class is a hybrid class. Half of his classes in, or like some of his classmates are in person and some of his classes are remote. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of his classmates are remote. So Peter happens to be remote. Um, and I guess they were having some Wi-Fi issues at the high school one day and his teacher had to log off, you know, but none of the students online knew what was happening. So Peter had my mom reach out to the school um, and contacted the, the teacher to confirm that there was an issue. And then Peter was like, all right, I'll keep my classmates engaged. And he just started sharing a video online, and they were watching a movie together. And he, ke- ke- he kept them engaged for the rest of the period. You know? and like, wow. I was in awe of how creative. That's like, incredible. I mean, he, that, that's like problem-solving skills, like
0: for real? Yeah, A plus right there, you know what incredible. I mean? I
2: was so proud when I heard that he took charge. And he took that initiative, you know, and that's something that like mm. he's done a lot more at home. You know, he's helped with tech issues. He's helped his teachers with tech issues. I'm like, wow, he's helping me with tech issues. I don't know if you know Kahoot. We yeah. Like, yeah, use Kahoot, that. Yep. <laughs> we've used that. We've used. Yeah, we've used that as a way um, to connect with some of my coworkers. And like, I'm like, how does this work? And Peter's like, I'll help you. Let me. This is what we do, you know, and wow. I feel like he's gotten so much better. Um, at using technology you know which which has which has its plus sides and downsides too you know we don't want him on the mm-hmm. screen all day but
1: um
2: yeah no it's it's been amazing seeing how flexible and adaptable he can be in a situation like this you know
0: yeah, yeah. i mean uh, that is i'm so happy to hear that yeah i
1: agree like yeah. that was definitely a positive spin that I almost wasn't expecting as I feel like I've mm-hmm. overwhelmingly heard, yeah. you know, of bad experiences, particularly from students. But that was really great to hear. Um,
0: yeah. You.
1: Yeah. So, Tim, I'm going to turn it over to you So I just had those two questions mm-hmm. and you're going to talk more about mental health.
0: Yes. Um, well, first, first off, yeah, I, I'm so happy to hear that. Uh, that Peter has had, you know, po- you know, more of a positive experience, at least uh, in in some of those ways, or has has been able to use, uh, a- and adapt to to these changes in a way that that's helpful to him and helpful to his classmates. You know, it, it really I feel like this whole situation has exposed how uh, everybody is kind of a different type of learner, mm-hmm. and while I think some or many, I think you know by and large, like many students are are really suffering, and especially grades are falling and I'm um, really uh, being affected by by um, this in a negative way. Uh, there are some students who actually are benefiting from either, you know, the uh, additional space and downtime. Like you said, he's closer to his toys like it's more comfortable or maybe even just uh, utilizing the uh, the technology in a new way that's actually helping them to build or grow in some type of way. So that's, that's amazing to hear. And I, I hope that there are, you know, other stories like that out there. Um, cause that's, that's awesome. Uh, and so what I was going to so, sort of switch gears and talk about, um, you know, earlier you mentioned, uh, taking a nap, like in the middle of the, in the afternoon, like as a way of kind of maintaining your mental health as a way of taking care of yourself, you know? And so, uh, part of what I wanted to talk about today and, and ask you is, you know, what are some of your other go-to, um, ways of taking care of your mental health during the pandemic and and during this whole time?
2: Sure. Um, there are so many different ways that I practice self-care, um, whether that's Netflix, taking a nap, Mm. um, taking a Mm -hmm. long bath, just going for a walk, whatever it is. But, um, Every day, I've been trying to start my day by meditating just so I start my day on a positive note, just to clear my mind. And this has just been something that I've been doing for about a month. And it's honestly Mm. been a game changer because then I go into my day and I'm like, okay, it's going to be a good day, you know? And no matter what, I try to focus. Like if I'm stressed out, I'll focus on my breathing and try to recenter myself, you know? Mm. Um, So that's that's been huge for me.
1: I wanted to ask you uh, about. Meditation. Do you use something? Do you use an app or do you just sort of go with the flow and do it yourself? Mm. So I
2: use this app called Insight Timer. And so Mm. there are a bunch of different free Mm. meditations or just breathing exercises, guided breathing exercises. Um, So depending on how much time you have, you can select what works for you. Um, So sometimes I meditate for like five minutes or if I'm like honestly Mm. a little bit more in a rush, it's like two minutes. Whatever it is, I try to start my day no matter what with some sort of meditation, you know?
1: Yeah, Tim can relate to that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's true, yeah. I, I started, uh, like, practicing that, like, meditation every morning um, back in, it must have been June, and I have to say, like, I've had a really similar experience with, uh, it's a really important, or at least way for me to kind of center myself at the beginning of the day, and I for think sure. that um, the way that y- you start your day you know, people say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Really, it's like whatever the first food you put in your body is like the most important uh, because it actually affects the rest of your day. And I almost feel like it's the same thing with uh, kind of the way that you spend your morning or the way you spend the time when you wake up. Uh, you know, if I can sort of right away take that time to uh sit in quiet and actually try to um clear my mind mm-hmm. i think it definitely has an impact on the way that i perceive things the rest of the day you know and it's like it doesn't it's not automatically magical like everything's easy the rest of the day but it's just like it's getting it off on that right foot where at right. least it's one thing that i can try to control like in the morning just having that consistent schedule so that's really cool that, that you've been doing that too puja
2: honestly, Tim, you inspired me to do that. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dang. Okay. Yeah. We had a I conversation. Didn't I think one time when you were back home and like we had a socially distanced hangout, um, you had mentioned wow. you started meditating and I'm like, okay, you know, I've been feeling a little bit more anxious. Uh-huh. I'll take mm. whatever I can get. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm going to oh give my it a gosh. shot. I'll start. <laughs> um, my cousin had told me about the insight timer. And so I'm like, all right, let me just give it a shot uh-huh. and see what happens. And it's, honestly been so great for me I don't feel as scattered in the morning um so Mm -hmm. thank you
0: (laughs) oh my gosh you're welcome I mean that's I had no idea that that uh that was why you started meditating but I mean I'm thrilled that's that's incredible like I'm so glad that you uh have been doing that yeah
1: you probably made Tim's entire night
0: (laughs) (laughs) for real (laughs) definitely
2: (laughs)
1: And then wait, so Pooja, with with yoga, um, is there anything that you, uh, look for for that? Like, do you go to YouTube? Mm, do you go? Do you have like yeah. any sort of app subscri-
2: subscriptions? Oh my God, I can't speak. I'm sorry. No, no problem. No, no, no. You're good. I word vomit all the time. It's totally fine. <laughs> um, my cousin is actually a yoga instructor, so oh, at the beginning wow. of quarantine, wow. she had like a weekly yoga class. So my mom and I would do that. We made it a point to set aside some time every Thursday night to do yoga with her. And so from that, I mean, she was pregnant at that point and then had a baby, so she had to stop those classes. Mm. But my mom and I have tried to continue on every week mm-hmm. um, just because that's something that we really enjoyed together. And, you know, that was a way for us to connect. And that was definitely a nice time for me to step away from work and just, you know, recharge and just you know, slow down as, because we would do it Thursday night. So I was getting ready for the weekend and closing out the week on a more positive note.
0: Mm. Yeah. I think setting mm. aside that time and actually like making, uh, a point of, of using that time for either yoga or meditation, it's really important, uh, especially when working from home. Like, uh, you know, I think one of the pitfalls that we can end up slipping into is this idea that, Uh, The anxiety can really take over and the pressure of like, oh, well, I'm sitting here right now. I actually could be getting this done. I actually could be getting that done. And then you just end up one thing leads to another and all of a sudden it's nine o'clock at night and you're like still working. You know what I mean? And it's the kind of thing that if you... Uh, if you make a point of saying, all right, at this time I'm going to pause, it can be really important to do that. So, I mean, it's, it sounds like you're building those things into your schedule, which is, which is awesome. and, And I think really important for everybody to do, especially if you're working at home.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so, you know, over the years, Pooja, we've had, you know, a number of awesome conversations. And, and uh, you know, you were talking earlier about the the chat that we had uh, back over the summer when I was in New York for, for a little bit. Uh, we, we, we met socially distant in the backyard and hung out for a little bit. And, uh, you know, one of the things that we've talked about a lot over the years that's come up has been uh, the idea about the stigma around mental health. And I think one place where we've really connected and gotten to talk a lot has been about, uh, you know, your mental health, my mental health, And kind of chatting about our own experiences Um, But just in general, you know, sharing about it Actually having a space to talk about it And of course, you know, that's kind of the goal of this podcast Is to have a space to talk Uh, And so, you know, what I wanted to ask you In terms of that stigma um, that is so present And really uh, can be so confining for people um, In terms of how comfortable they feel to share uh, what do you think needs to happen? What are, what are some of the things that need, that need we need to do to unlearn these stigmas? Uh, and we'll start on the personal level and then we'll talk about like the societal level. But what, what do you think on the personal level uh, we kind of need to do to unlearn these mental health stigmas?
2: Sure. Um, I'm certainly no expert whatsoever, but I think just being open mm. to have these conversations with at least people you're comfortable yeah. with, the people you're around. Um, if you yourself yeah. are focusing on your mental health, um, being able to just speak up when you feel like you need to, you know, um, at least speaking for myself, like that's gone a long way. You know, when I'm feeling stressed out, it's definitely helpful Mm -hmm. for me to just call a friend and talk through it. And I'm always open and welcoming to have any conversations with my friends, you know, the other way around. Yeah. Um, Mm. but I think like learning from people around you, um, you know, all of us have very different experiences with mental health and just even obviously in our lives. So, Mm. um, I'm all about the talking, uh, educating yourself by reading different things. Like I've had to Google things on several occasions, you know, if if I don't really understand yeah. something, I'm like, and I don't know anybody who's personally experienced it. It's helpful for me right. to like go online and try to research more about it, you know? Um, and I think mm-hmm. that's something that can generally be done by anybody. You know, I think it's important for everyone yeah. to do their part and educate thems- themselves on mental health. You know, people definitely, I think, Especially during quarantine, a lot of people have, at least on my social media, have taken the time to talk about how important their physical health is. And I think mental health is right up there, you know, um, mm, for HD, real. something for real. that people work on just as much as they work on on their physical health. And that's something that I've been trying to make more of a priority in my life as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so, um, you know, definitely on that personal level, being more open to conversation. um, you know, asking questions and, uh, just kind of being that non uh, listener who can, who can, uh, make people feel more comfortable to share. Like all those things are super important. And then, uh, what would you say Pooja about like on the societal level, what do we need to do? Like on a larger scale, what are some things they need to change to kind of erase that stigma?
2: I think a lot of it is related to what I said. I think it's, once again, it's important for everyone to do their part and educate themselves, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. And just to be aware of your attitude and your own behaviors, you know, examine your own judgmental Mm. thinking and reinforce uh, like and different reinforced behaviors and thoughts perhaps by your upbringing or just society in general, you know, and just to be a little bit more supportive and understanding of people. I think it's something that's so simple, but oftentimes like people just don't think about it, you know, like how would you like
0: I'll try to
2: take a step back and be like, you know, how would I feel if someone reacted in that way towards me, you know, and I try to treat others the same way, you know, just
0: being mm, yes. kind to
2: others, you know, and trying to be as empathetic as you can be goes a long way.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, something I was sharing with you uh, the other day was from this book, uh, by Matt Haig, which I've been reading and, um, it is, A really good book about his mental health and his experience with depression. Um, But one of the parts was basically saying uh, here's a list of statements that people make about uh, those who are depressed that they would never say about someone with another kind of illness or another kind of like life threatening condition, right? And in the sense that. Um, depression ultimately really can be life-threatening in a lot of ways um, at its most extreme. And so, uh, you know, that list, it was basically saying, you know, quote, like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear your leg is on fire, but buck up, pal. Like, it's not that bad. Like, things like that, you know, you'd never say that to somebody. Um, And (laughs) it's not treated in the same way that other illnesses are, that other um, ailments are. So I think that Uh, Like you said, Pooja, like talking about it, um, but also, yeah, just kind of like making ourselves more aware about about mental health issues or making ourselves more aware about, uh, you know, even access to mental health care and things like that, which is not always easy for people to get. And so uh, all those things are ways we can kind of grow as a society. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, kind of referring back to uh, something we were talking about earlier, uh, I wanted to ask you a little more about you talked about um, working on some art and doing, doing, doing art as a way to kind of take care of your mental health. And so I was wondering, uh, if you could talk a little more about, uh, what kinds of art you do and also how maybe you've used that, uh, or if you've used that as kind of an outlet during the pandemic.
2: Yeah. Um, I've definitely used it as an outlet during the pandemic. Um, (laughs) Uh being that I am an accountant, I like work with numbers all day and Excel spreadsheets, Mm. Um, it's just really nice to, uh, be able to create art and do something differently, you know, um, because I don't really get to channel my creativity through my work (laughs) other than making an Mm. Excel spreadsheet Mm. look pretty, you know? (laughs) Um, (laughs) so, uh, I I enjoy working with watercolors and acrylic painting. Um, I've been Mm. trying to use palette knives, which is definitely something that's really challenging. I don't know if you've seen like artwork that's more textured, um, almost like 3D. So it's like literally and figuratively oh, wow. like popping out <laughs> of the canvas. Oh, that's, so, that's cool. Yeah. So for my birthday, my cousin um, sent me a bunch of palette, like a set of palette knives and she's like, get going. Now you have no excuse. Wow. You need to start working. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try and do it. So it's definitely been fun to play around um, with different mediums. Um, I also really real. growing up, I used to enjoy painting my nails and mm-hmm. doing nail art. So like I've, taking that up again especially since I can't go nice. to the nail salon regularly so that's been yeah. a nice creative outlet as well.
1: I would love to awesome. see some of your work, Pooja.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I would love to definitely. share my work with you. I'll definitely send some over. Please yeah, do. including please the do.
1: nail art like ooh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Very into that.
0: <laughs> most definitely. It. Um yeah, but anyway, yeah, please send that over, uh Pooja and Uh, You know, we we really uh, always love hearing about all of our guests on the show in terms of like the art that they make, what they do in their spare Mm -hmm. time. Uh, You know, something that we really value uh, on this podcast is, you know, trying to get down to that next layer of of depth in terms of of conversation. And, uh, you know, another question I kind of wanted to throw in here, just something to think about is, um, you know, I had had. Some really solid feedback from a friend from college uh, who had uh, said to me, you know, he just appreciated hearing uh, me and, and, you know, our guests on the show talking about uh, things that were like not surface level uh, things, you know. And so uh, part of me is wondering, you know, a lot of the time I've found myself in friendships or acquaintanceships where I can't really crack through that layer. There's maybe just a barrier or some kind of layer where we can't really get to the deeper conversation or just something is preventing us from from just really being real with each other or being authentic sure. in, in the way we have conversations. So I'm wondering like, Number one, like, have you experienced that, you know, Pooja with, within any of your friendships? And then, uh, number two, you know, what would you, what would you say, like, what, what, what can we do? Or what, what would you recommend, like, um, in order to try to break through that, that barrier and kind of get down to, to the depth of, of, of better conversations with one another?
2: Sure. Um, I have experienced that with some friendships, um, and I think mm. what has helped me break through that is just opening myself up. You know, I think that's why I'm yeah. a little bit more of an open book um, than maybe most sure. people are comfortable. Um, yeah. I, I feel like if I open up with the things I'm going through, th- then the person I'm speaking to will be more likely to open up as well. You know, and mm. oftentimes we're all going through similar struggles or even just struggles in yep. general. You know, yep. they don't have to be similar. But the fact that we're all going through our own daily struggles, if we just open up and yeah. talk about it, Maybe it won't like you won't feel so alone in that, you know, Um, Mm -hmm. and you can just like Mm -hmm. come together in solidarity and like support each other. You know, Um, I think, yeah, just opening up and being completely honest has helped me, even though it may be awkward at first. I think it goes a long way, especially if it's a friendship that matters to you or this is a person you really care about. Um, For me, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put myself out there first and I hope you'll return it back. And if you don't, that's okay, You know, and it might take time. But
0: yeah, no, I think that's that's great advice. Mm -hmm. And I think, uh, you know, what what I take away from that is like a lot of the time uh, in the past, I've had one of those friendships or one of those, you know, acquaintanceships where I'm just like, I just can't break through. And it frustrates me. And I'm like, oh, why? Why can't this person like, why can't he or she or they just like not not break through this barrier? Like why? It's, you know, blaming the other person. But but thinking, you know, thinking about it this way. I want to always frame it like, well, what am I doing? Like, how am I approaching this person that might be turning them off or might be like not inviting them into that better, deeper conversation? Maybe I'm doing something that's putting up a signal or I'm not quite um, being as you know, empathetic or as, uh, you know, not sharing in, in a way that, that invites that kind of conversation. So it always can start with us, I think. And that, exactly. that I think is a really important note uh, to take away for sure. And so, you know, before we before we close out, I wanted to get a couple quick hits here. So uh, one thing I really always love to ask uh, our guests is, uh, you know, what is what is inspiring you right now? And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of folks are inspired by music or by uh, TV shows, movies, um, whatever it might be, books that you're reading. Uh, what have you been reading, watching, listening to lately that's been keeping you inspired and keeping you going during this uh, wild time in the world?
2: that's a really great question. Um, what is keeping me inspired? Um, I would say honestly the people around me keep me inspired. Um, my brother, uh, but yes. like just different things that I've been doing, I guess. Um, I've been watching Netflix Shit's Creek. I don't know if either of you have watched that. But <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. Love it.
2: It's really great. Um, and I've been also trying to listen to different types of music. Um, mm. hmm. Yeah, like, have you heard Alan Stone's music? I haven't. What kind yeah, of music? Al- um, it's, it's more like soul. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it's R&B soul. Yeah, nice. I really think that's his genre. i writing that down. Yeah, you definitely have to check out, I think Sunny Days" is my favorite song by him. So I've just been playing cool. around with different um, Spotify playlists and trying to see what I like, just because I feel like I oftentimes just replay the same playlists you know and so i'm mm. like i need to expand mm. <laughs> so i've definitely been yeah. inspired by that as no, well i get
1: that
0: i definitely feel like i can't I like wait that. to listen yeah, i've
1: sure. I've hit like a a dry spell in terms of music so i'm definitely gonna listen to Alan
2: stone maybe tomorrow Yeah, same awesome i'm looking forward to hearing what you think about it <laughs> yeah. Real,
0: yeah i don't know what it is it's i feel like with with everybody we go into those phases where it's like you just are listening to the same stuff or it's just not doing anything for you. And yeah, getting that recommendation, like is something I always appreciate from a friend, like just hearing that recommendation and uh, you know than then taking it and listening to it because it can it can kind of break you out of that rut or like break you out of that that streak where you're not really finding stuff that you're into just listening to something different and I think that's a another really great note to kind of take away here is like sometimes you just have to kind of try to switch it up and uh you know do something out of the ordinary or listen to or watch something out of the ordinary um sure. so any other any other shows any other movies that you've been watching puja that you want to share on the show
2: honestly I've been going through a bunch of series like I watched New Girls uh-huh. from Start to End, um, cool. Now on Shit's Creek. I've never watched Gossip Girl, but my coworker keeps telling me to watch it, so, like, that might be next. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I'm just watching yeah, everything and Gossip anything Girl, that I can.
1: I don't know. Great. Like, I tried re-watching Gossip Girl, and I, like, stopped after the first episode because I was like, wow, this is, this is weird. This doesn't feel culturally – some of it felt culturally weird. I don't know, maybe inappropriate um (laughs) but i i did i was a big fan of gossip girl growing up so i Mm -hmm. it's definitely i don't know it could be worth a shot yeah Yeah, for sure
0: some of those shows kind of push that line i guess in terms of what's uh i don't know (laughs) what's appropriate or what's not but a little outdated um, yep for sure yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, for sure especially if it's outdated (laughs) most definitely um but, uh, you know, anyway, Pooja, we just uh, want to say thank you so much yes, for, uh, for you. your time. Like sure. you are a busy person. I know you have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You're working from home. So, you know, you literally took the time out of your work day uh, to spend with us. And, you know, we, we could not be more thankful. So so thank you so much for joining us.
2: I'm so happy to be here. Thank you both for taking the time and even just thinking of me and reaching out. I really appreciate it. Absolutely.
0: Uh, you yeah, know, of course. So grateful for the conversation about mental health. And, uh, you know, this is right in line with what we want to talk about on this show. Uh, if you're listening to this and you are interested in being a guest on the show, please reach out to me or Ideed or Kim Teresi because, yo, she's <laughs> like my PR person right now and like basically running the show. So like, thank you, Kim, for basically doing everything. Um, but, uh, you know, she's kicking butt. And, and I know that Ideed is not here right now, but he thanks you as well, Pooja. And he was excited actually when, when I told him that you were going to be on the show. So, you know, I know he's extending his appreciation to you as well. We are going to be back next week with another episode of COVID Talks. Once again, y'all, I am Tim Foley. Thank you so much for joining us, taking the time out of your day to listen with Kim Terese and our special guest Pooja Thomas. That's all the time we have for this episode, but we will see you next time. Have a great week.